This is strictly a Nogyan podcast. Listener discretion advised. Thanks for coming, guys. Uh, thank you to successfully stressed uh, Tanisha, Tejna, and even uh, Kolkata girl up, Tevnandini, uh, Tanishri, Kimaya, and Siti. Thanks for coming. So I'll just hand it over to these guys, uh, Tanisha and Dejna. Basically, what they do is uh, this is their podcast, Successfully Stressed, which we host on Clean Fire uh, BL Originals. And yeah, uh, over to you guys. Uh, thank you so much, Viraj. So, if it's your first time listening to us, we're a Gen Z lifestyle podcast. We talk about everything which Gen Z is stressed about. So, uh, today we sort of got our friends from Girl Up Kolkata, and they've been doing a lot of great stuff on their Instagram page, which I'll put the link later on. And they've been, you know, trying to create awareness about feminism, women empowerment, all of that. And you know, in a certain way, through their own experiences, they've had their share of struggle in terms of getting cancelled uh cyberbullying and all of that and i think we always talk about women's safety in terms of like real life safety you know right uh rapes sexual assault something which happens physically but uh, there's not a lot of awareness about you know how to be safe online and how the internet is actually a very unsafe place for women and even people of you know the non binary ca- category or lgbtqi plus whatever so first of all welcome kolkata girl up and yeah thank you so much for joining in please introduce yourselves and tell us about what you guys do so much tanisha and deshna for having us over so i first give you a brief description description as to what exactly is the girl up campaign the girl up campaign is an initiative undertaken by the united nations foundation where we believe that when girls rise we all rise and we focus on working towards equity more than just equality Kolkata Girl Up is one such club under the Girl Up campaign where we aim to you know motivate women empower women talk about the social issues going on and put an end to the social stigmas and stereotypes that have been going on for ages now so we aim to create a positive space and bring about a positive change in the society and we have our members here with us and Kimaya is our youngest member she's from Ahmedabad and she's just in class 9 yet i think you know she's way more mature for her age and yeah so we are looking forward to this session thank you so much um devanandi kimaya tanushri anisha if you want to just say anything please go ahead hi my name is devanandini uh, i am a intersectional feminist and i'm also queer so i have had my fair tree of people trying to cancel me or you know just say he means stuff just so that i would shut up but that's not happened yet and i hopefully won't let that happen also and my pronouns are she and they you recording for a podcast that's definitely not happening anytime soon hopefully hopefully people learn from this podcast and they stop doing all of this yeah i think that's what we all aim for but yeah thank you so much uh, kimaya what about you Uh hi everyone I'm Kimaya I'm um, I'm 13 years old I'm in 9th grade um I uh, I'm a part of the LGBTQIA+ community I'm um and my pronouns are she her and yeah I've received a lot of backlash on social media but um I'm not backing out of it Uh thank you so much Tanushree Hi this is Tanushree 
and I'm 19. My pronouns are she and her. And it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And last but not the least, Anisha, go ahead. Hi, um, this is Anisha here. I just say I love Devanandini's introduction so much. So, yeah, so I'm Anisha, I'm 19 years old. Uh, my pronouns are she and them. And I'm looking forward to this podcast. So, let's get going. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. And one thing I really loved about everyone's introduction is that they were all like, you know, we've had our share of like backlash, but we're not going to back down. And I really love that phrase. So um, I remember like watching some of your reels, uh, which are really incredible. Please do check out Kolkata Girl Up's Instagram page. And I saw a lot of your Instagram reels and, you know, certain hateful comments below it. And I mean, as someone who's also making a podcast, I know that, you know, getting negativity it feels bad when you get negative criti- negative criticism, but it even feels worse when people attack things about you, like your gender and, you know, things which obviously you shouldn't be ashamed of or you shouldn't be bullied for. What are your experiences of, like, what happened with you guys when you were posting reels or making content for Instagram? And how did that pan out? Like, what was your, what went through your mind when that happened? Yeah, so we were really excited when we were, you know, posting our first reel on something about feminism. And it sort of blew up like we hadn't expected uh, expected, expected so many views. We got around 12k views in 2-3 days or something. But also, you know, there's a difference between constructive criticism and just throwing hate on people for absolute no good reason. And we received the second one. So there were people with their fake accounts or meme pages continuously commenting that, you know, you should go wash your dishes or go back to the kitchen because there is where that is where women belong. And did not stop in the comments. They also started DMing the user, the content creators personally. And there is uh, this one content creator, Vanshika. She is our content head for Kolkata Gola. And someone messaged her that, you know, uh, you've put on so much of weight. You don't even deserve to be on Instagram. You should be thrown out of it or something like that. So that got us thinking that, is this what it has come to? Like people are so jobless that they mindlessly hate on you for no good reason. Because they have the time to do so. And it's not like we were talking about something wrong that should have been corrected or something. We were talking about feminism. And they were against that because they think that we've been too dramatic or we're speaking about such issues because we don't have, you know, any other good thing to do right now. But, you know, honestly, it's the exact opposite. So, yeah, we've had our share of hate and... Devanandini, Anisha, everyone replied to those comments trying to make those haters understand what are we trying to put it out there but then you know it was all in vain because they were doing it for uh, they were doing it for fun they thought it was something funny so yeah I feel is basically you know like when you're a woman and society has ingrained it in you that you should not speak up about things and you should just keep your voice suppressed and not talk about anything and then we finally do it is why all of these hate comments come in so if anybody who's here and has i mean all of the females here i'm pretty sure y'all have gone through it at some point or the other so always remember that yes it will affect you but it's also because you're getting angry because you're speaking facts it's not because you're doing something wrong you may do something wrong but for that they might they, they should have a proper reason and if they don't and they're attacking you for your just know that you've done the right thing that's why they are so angry about it it's because we've been taught to just keep our voices down not talk about anything just do whatever has been told to us or is expected of us so whenever you rise up from it that is when you get all of these hate comments or and all kinds of 
nasty things yeah definitely i mean that's the way to go about it you can't let it get to you because also i feel that people have started normalizing this online hate like it's been so normalized not only for us but for uh, you know influencers and content creators they throw hate for no good reason like anything you put it out there there would be hate and it wouldn't be something to make you better or uh, something that you learn from it will be random slangs or random abuses based on your gender your identity your sexual choice or anything yeah i was just saying that uh, with siddhi says that i think this is the reality we started normalizing all of it and when we start normalizing it as a group there there's a community outside who doing it for fun and that is what happened to us we were there putting on tags we were telling what is happening with us and everything was just here on the paper but then this one group they attacked us for no reason i remember whatever siddhi shared in the group whatever vanshika shared that all of us were together and we were fighting that but that cannot happen on a daily basis when we are going when i mean when this world is developing we're in 2021 but still if we do not talk about it and this is still happening i don't know if we are really progressing towards it so i think one question just comes up is is it cyber bullying per se or is it like harassment right because you know people talk about cyber bullying but when you're constantly like you know it's you're talking one section of society it's coming to only one person does it like uh is it cyber bullying or would you term it as harassment and where would you like draw that line of being bullied or when it's actually really getting to you because i mean i know these are two different terms but what exactly would you call it i think when they mindlessly throw hate upon us it's you know they're doing it for fun but when they don't stop doing that i think that's bullying because it's actually you know they have thought that they would bully us it's their intention is their motto otherwise there are some random comments and all those they are doing it for fun that is obviously uh, you know i think that's the line that we draw if they are continuously doing this again time and again so that would be considered as bullying i guess i would term it as harassment because Let's be honest. In this world, whatever year it may be, we are still seen as commodities. Especially when you are from a minority, which we are. Let's face it: women are minorities, queer people are minorities, and when minorities speak up. It really it shows a lot of people. Don't want to say anything, but yeah, that. So I think it would be harassing because they don't stop. There's a difference between just doing it for fun. it is bad it is as bad as it gets but there's a difference and they don't know where to draw the line after a point we don't know if we are going to get rape threats or we are going to get any kind of threats and that is yes it it at this point of time i think both cyber bullying and harassment they have a very fine line and you never really know when you're crossing it you should be very careful because nobody is doing something to you you shouldn't do anything back to them just to get under their skin you shouldn't do it out of spite if you are out there you know educating people or spreading awareness should not be receiving the hate that we receive and this harassment to me i think i agree with you that these two things go hand in hand right now because now cyber bull- and also i'm sure that you know most of us here talking about these things we have received unsolicited pictures from men in our dms from random men and obviously you know it does get to us i mean you can be as strong as you want but in the middle of the night you receive such pictures from absolute strangers so you feel like you know you're actually safe out there you can have private accounts or you can have public accounts but then also you know uh 
there's no line that these people draw as to what harassment is and what hate is so yeah i agree with devnandini that cyber bullying and cyber harassment go hand in hand right now and you know the main problem with online bullying or harassment or whatever you call it is that the hater's identity is anonymous you are an incognito mode so you don't think before you write or think before you speak because there's nothing that can harm you and i really agree over here like it's really like it's very easy to say something and point fingers but it's very difficult to be on the receiving side and like with this amount of anxiety you have before uploading something and putting your face on a public platform it's a lot and then you get that kind of comments but uh, also i think another term to talk about over here is cancel culture right and i've personally seen like um, with celebrities that there are very different standards for men getting cancelled and women getting cancelled uh were there any instances where you felt like you would get cancelled for no reason and like what exactly was that like i think not us personally like i didn't ever feel that i would be cancelled for putting something out there but i've seen celebrities go through this like i remember when swara bhaskar had posted a tweet in support of the kathua gang rape and everyone started this hashtag boycott swara bhaskar or that she is defaming hindus or she is an anti nationalist which has become such a common term nowadays and people use it without thinking anything because they don't know what does it actually mean and you know uh, this didn't stop right here so swara bhaskar was i think the brand ambassador of amazon or she was promoting something of amazon and people started boycotting amazon too they started the hashtag of boycott amazon if amazon does not take down swara bhaskar's uh, tweet so i feel that what what have we come to as a society that just for supporting a, a rape case which should have been done and for this we are boycotting an actress and you know there were comments like swara bhaskar isn't too pretty to be a bollywood actress so she indulges in such controversies to gain attention so i also you know maybe even... i feel like go ahead devanandini go ahead no you go ahead it's fine No, like recently, uh, Meera Bai Channu won a medal at the Olympics, right? And I know that everyone's like, "Oh my God!" You know, suddenly everyone's talking about, "Oh, that you know, it's so proud that a woman won a medal for India," and blah blah blah. And I don't want to undermine her achievement, but I saw one tweet which really like hit me that, you know, as a person from the northeast, that when she would talk about, let's say, if she tomorrow she goes and talks about the Armed Forces uh, Special Powers Act, which is basically giving a lot of powers to the army to shoot wherever to shoot whenever they want like without a warrant they can shoot whoever they want and that's also the reason why there's so many protests happening in the northeast and they've often been ignored because the northeast uh, part of india does not get that kind of media attention and they were like you know if now she's won a medal and let's say if she uses that platform of hers that social status that she has earned right now to talk about that okay you know what we should remove that uh, act or we should you know do something for the northeast states and all of the conflicts which are happening over there people will suddenly cancel her and be like you know tum bas na apne olympic ke sport pe dhyan do uh, and i really feel that that is always with women and not always with men like if you see a man talking about something like that you wouldn't be like oh he's using his platform for a good cause but you don't see that with an athlete who now has won something and is now getting that kind of attention that if she uses her platform for something uh it would be you know on the verge of cancelling her so it's also like a risk for people so like i think swara bhaskar one of the few people who is now using a platform to talk about something and she's getting cancelled for it so i mean your take on that completely agree with you honestly tanisha because men don't get cancelled just because of that like if you speak up it's fine it's it's okay you're allowed to speak up but with us 
quote unquote not allowed hence that's why there's this entire cancel culture thing coming up because cancel culture is all about boycotting or just thing of someone but when it should really be about educating like if something is somebody is doing something wrong you should tell them where they are going wrong not just boycott them for without any reason and if you have to boycott them you do it when probably you just told them that they are doing this wrong and they still continue doing it but cancelling someone just for the sake of it because or oh, she is using her platform to raise awareness for something which needs that is just very wrong and i feel like if you're a woman or if you're a queer person or anybody from the uh, minority community like even if it's a dalit caste plays a huge issue like uh, role in our society so if you're from the dalit uh, or the bahujan community you get cancelled just because you're speaking up about things which you have a lived experience about so cancel culture is very toxic i think i completely agree with devnandini on this that the cancel culture should be replaced with a calling culture what we call it because there we are giving the person a second chance to actually learn and improve themselves so just because you did something wrong on the internet that doesn't mean that you can't take it back and you know apologize for it because we need to understand that at the end of the day we are all humans and we are bound to make mistakes and most of the times when female celebrities and influencers get cancelled it's not even because for a you know valid reason like there have been many instances for example karina kapoor getting cancelled uh, or you know the hashtags getting trending because she charged a whopping you know 12 crores for a movie but when a male uh, celebrity charges hundreds of crores for a movie then there's no issue about it so obviously there's this gender discrimination that has been valid you know throughout bollywood there's no denying that not just that like we all know about uh, cis hate uh, hate like if you're a woman and you're cis you get hate now imagine the plight of trans women like uh, there's this influencer she's a doctor she's a trans woman her name is trinetra so every time she talks about her transition or every time she talks about what are the things she hates about cis hate and the way they discriminate and exploit trans people it's like she, she gets such mean and nasty comments she is like uh, she gets uh, comments like cancelor then all these slangs like shani or chakka or whatever all of this is not right i mean at the end of the day we are all human we come like the same place and we like go oh, regardless our regardless our gender or what we were like born with so i really don't understand why there is all of this division and hate because at the end of the day we are all just human with the same flesh and blood okay maya tanush and nisha want to pitch uh, something yeah, yeah i want to show yeah so women it is not like who we are so most of the cases it's like oh you're a woman so you get you have to take one step back at some places you're not known for your achievements as soon as you get out to do that you know you're not known for your achievements where they judge you Because where are you coming from? If you're a Dalit, no, you won't get that seat because you belong to that community or you belong to that religion. No, you're not allowed here. So this is something that is going to happen. And um, I don't know how do I say this. You know, uh, I don't. Okay, okay. Uh, so like talking about like I mean we've talked a lot about cyberbullying, ha- online harassment, and all of these instances. But obviously there has to be an end to it, right? Um, where as a generation, I think one of the good things about gen z in general is that we are a generation which wants to improve and change the status quo so uh, 
what exactly do you think is a measure you would want people to take in order to curb this because you know i know people talk about acha you know we can make a law for something or rules but like if you look at sup- suppose a transgender uh people's act right which came out in 2019 that was a proper legislation giving legal status to transgender people we have so many laws for you know women uh, you know rape laws and all of that but that doesn't mean you know rapes nahi hote yeah that the stigma around transgender people has completely eroded and i mean i know a lot of people over here will be like no but you have laws to curb this harassment but you cannot get rid of that uh, mindset which people have cultivated for literally decades and centuries right so how can you as like kolkata girl up or like even as random girls on the internet how would you want people to sort of curb this and find a solution to women being targeted online and have make a safe place on the internet so tanisha was saying that we're mistaken here that if we th- you know like you said that there has to be an end to it but currently as of this moment there isn't an end to it and you know we're living in this bubble that this that there is a line that is being drawn or something but the people who are actually doing this have forgotten all limits and boundaries for them it's like because they are behind uh, anonymous fake accounts so there's no end to it as of now but as the kolkata girl up we aim to you know make people aware about such things like doing this live today would also be a part of it because you know i can see 50 people listening so at least i think we could leave a mark right here because we are actually speaking up about it and also uh, if you heard about mr rakshit tandon so he's an inspector for cyber bullying so one of my friends actually went through something like this when a guy online was ha- harassing her so she filed a complaint with the cyber bullying inspector and uh, a little action was taken but then they ended up saying that till there is no nudity involved they cannot go ahead with it but still i think in some cases cyber bullying inspectors do help so you know it's like we cannot let it go we cannot shut ourselves down that okay ye to hota rahega you know what can we do i think it's very important to talk to our friends talk to our peers spread awareness like uh, even in the case of boys locker room that social media has the power to cancel people but it also has the power to bring about a change that is our strongest point that we all shared the stories we all spread the awareness about the boys locker room within a span of i think one or two days that uh, the police inspectors had to take some action they are bound to and if you know so social media is uh, favorable for this too so i think we just need to know how to use it for the right means and as the kolkata girl up team we also aim to make reels make posts spreading awareness like devnandini is working on creating posts about sexual education and about trans people spreading uh, education about the transgender people because there are many people who don't know about it right so there are many people who don't know the correct usage of pronouns or they make fun of people who use they or them because they think that it's not grammatically correct so devnandini is working on post to actually educate them in this sense i think this is how we aim to spread awareness about it and bring about bring about a positive change but absolutely agree that but i would also like to add that first of all yes there are laws think about it every law that is there it has loopholes or it is not correctly formed like for the rape laws or even the transgender uh, law okay so They, they there are a lot of loopholes and it never works out because first there are loopholes and second it is never implemented because as a community we are just seen as people don't even need that we are just seen as people who who can die or live and others wouldn't care they wouldn't bat their eyes for one second also so i think that the only way we can change that is through mindset and 
yes right now we are trying to change the mindset but i think that it all begins from your primary socialization that is it it it, it, it begins with your parents it begins from when you are a little child and you are absorbing all of these things so because we can't help that right now but what we can do is spread awareness about it right now so that other people go and talk about it with their parents so that their parents talk talk to other parents and they spread awareness more than peers it has to start with your parents because from your parents you get the most amount of knowledge there is and let's face it our parents and everybody around us we are all ingrained with this patriarchy as an institution it just lives inside us and even if we refer to ourselves as a feminist there is a lot of misogyny ingrained in us there is a lot of patriarchal traits that is ingrained in us which we need to unlearn and that unlearning can only happen through awareness and also from a very prime age you need to know that okay hating on someone is not right canceling someone just because there is a difference of opinion is not right difference should be celebrated it should not be hated on that's one thing to what devnandini said that obviously it has to start from our peers and our parents and you know we shouldn't shy away from correcting our friends like even if you think that your friend would judge you for trying to educate you unnecessarily like but i think it's very important that you do not shy away from doing that you should have the guts to actually correct them and call them out if they are doing something wrong also like devnandini talked about unlearning so unlearning is the first step absolutely and the next step which kolkata girl up is trying to focus on would be relearning because once you unlearn you also have to you know it's extremely important to relearn what is right and what is wrong and then i think we'd be able to draw the line between these two things you know so talking about like you said misogyny right like even as girls like, so i personally at a point of time i feel that my beliefs were very misogynistic and very sexist and i have to you know unlearn so many things have you guys experienced hate from women uh, who may have you know have like been brainwashed through patriarchy and do not realize that cuz i mean also i've i've met girls who oh. are like that who have you know you know been internalized misogynist and have not unlearned all those beliefs cuz you i feel every girl that grows up as a misogynist because that is how society is but have you also met like that's one category of girls and the second category of girls are like who have helplessly just given into patriarchy like they just know that their lives are going to be like this that there is a gender gap and ye kabhi nahi hone wala as like you know you guys said that there is no end to it currently those people who have just accepted ki yaar nahi hoga ye by the time we are old this is not going to change so have you experienced like hatred from these kind of people i think i have experienced it in my own family i mean i have seen people of my own generation in my family thinking that uh, shaadi is the end game you know there is nothing beyond that shaadi se pehle it's parents shaadi ke baad it's husband there is no in between and you know the, the financial dependent you can't a woman can't be financially dependent if she's a mom she has to be you know at home and take care of the child and everything so and i don't know how to change that i mean if i can't and i feel so uh, terrible that i can't change thinking of my own family even if they are distant cousins so how am i supposed to change others which is honestly so sad i get what tanushri is saying so what i tried to do in my family was that i actually proved it to them that yeah you can so i always thought that my parents also believed that you know girls can't do anything they cannot be financially independent and 
so i was 16 when i organized the tedx event and that got me a lot of proceeds so i think that was the first time when my dad actually thought that yeah i could also do something and then i think it's a promise you make to yourself that you wouldn't ever look back and you know no matter what anyone says you have to go a bit out of the way to prove yourself because uh, i mean i know it sounds wrong but we have had to prove ourselves time and again also tanisha like to mention that as women we have internalized misogyny and the patriarchal laws that the society has put before us and it's not just you know uh, that we internalize this for us like it's not just that hum log ye accept kiye hain but we are also throwing this upon others like uh, so there was this incident where shahid kapoor's wife so meera rajput kapoor we all know her so she had posted a picture of her in a mini skirt and uh, she got this comment from a woman that you know why you wearing such a short skirt is it your daughter misha's skirt to this she replied that if women judge other women by the length of their skirts does it justify the empowerment we are seeking and a similar thing happened with malaika arora too that when she was wearing a dress that was considered short by some women so she went on to say that go find yourself a rich businessman and get married and she was slapped shame too so i think these are the things which make us you know rethink that Even if women also, you know, throw hate upon other women for trying to be themselves, you know. So where are we heading as a society? I really agree because I think everybody, like who is a girl, has faced this in school. Because everyone I know has had an experience where they they told that, "Acha, so my skirt's uh, length was a little bit upper." so that's why my teachers slut shame me my teachers said i personally had an experience where i was sitting in a certain way or right i was just sitting with my uh wide open and apparently it was an invitation to other guys to come and talk to me or whatever so it is so internalized that our parents do it sometimes without realizing our teachers do it and this is where we get our socialization from this is where we learn things so we just keep taking it in more and more and then when we finally like like at this age when we start looking into things and when we start reading upon things we realize that all of these years we have just been projecting it onto others and also imbibing it so before pointing fingers at anyone else i would like to say that i myself have been a misogynist by hating on other women because from media from movies bollywood movies bollywood serials tollywood serials you see that women are always seen as like if they are in a family together they have to be pitted against each other if they are you know two successful women you will see people talking about oh how do you feel to be more successful than her because it's always seen like i think it it is because people know that when a community is unified together there there can be a lot of change and i think that is the main reason why we are always pitted against each other that we are taught to hate other women but that is very wrong and i think that is where our misogyny lies in the bibdenas because we start hating on other women we start taking down other women instead we should be like holding hands and be just crushing the patriarchy down together and doing things together instead of hating on each other and canceling each other yes so i would like to share my personal experience about cyberbullying and about how women have already fallen into patriarchy that time so um i was i think it was my 9th or 10th standard i had a facebook account so someone from there uh, had hacked my account and created a fake profile of me edited some of my pictures and then 
that particular person uh, would you know message other my relatives and my friends and send me send them my pictures and then write about it if you don't talk to me and this was a guy so if you don't talk about me i will leak your pictures here and there i'll edit your pictures as i did anisha's pictures so all of this happened and this happened uh, for a day and i was not aware of it but people thought that a uh, mazakari or something but then when it start getting serious my mom got a call about it so i was in amritsar that time at my nani's place so uh, my mom got hyper even i was very tense so we went to the cyber bullying department and we filed a case against it and luckily action was taken about it but then uh, what happened there before we went there we had a, like 15 minute conversation where my nani and some of my you know relatives were sitting there and they were like you know na aise kapde pehne to aisa hi hona tha then there was a discussion about it bhai aise kapde pehnoge to yahi hoga bahar jaake tumhe aise single picture dalni nahi chahiye thi but i was crying that time because i was sensitive but then i was lucky enough that my mom was supporting me that time so that was a plus point for me but um, whatever this happened had a huge impact on me because someone has edited my pictures and leaking it on other side it i wasn't ready for it all of this happened um, So this thing about patriarchy, about women giving up to patriarchy, is very orthodox, and it is happening since then, and it will happen. It is still happening. My nanny has also come over. So about uh, the short clothes that we wear and all this, this is we shouldn't be talking about it. I mean, we are women. We have a right. We should know what to do, where to go, and what to wear. And you blaming our short clothes that is not right. You cannot blame the victim, but you need to blame the mentality, and that is how we can change and spread awareness. so yes i think i completely agree with you anisha that you know uh, we are always you know blamed for everything that happens to us like even after being the victims of this patriarchal society we are the ones who are blamed even for rapes and sexual assaults and stuff uh, and you know just i think yesterday or day before yesterday there was a news i don't remember it very well so you know correct me if any of you guys have heard about it so i think there were two girls who were sexually assaulted on a beach uh because they were there at midnight or something and a very high level minister there went on to comment that girls should not be allowed to go on the beach so this is the response right that if she is raped then it's her fault because she was at the beach if she is raped it was her fault because she was wearing short clothes or she was roaming out alone at night isha gupta and uh, a model or influencer so she had put out some put up some pictures and you know the comments were flooded with such things like earlier you used to stand up for rapes but then you are posting these pictures and obviously these pictures are what are encouraging men to you know go and rape people and sexually assault people so i think it's you know high time that we speak about this that we need to stop victim blaming we need to stop putting the blame on victims for wearing the clothes that they like or going to places that they like you know it's high time we understand that and internalize this instead of the patriarchal laws that society has forced us to internalize over these years then i think that uh, our generation is still normalizing it but from where it is coming from i don't know how to normalize it because wherever we go you go people of our age they supporting us okay we are wearing this clothes that is still okay but our parents or our relatives or some creepy uncle who is staring us that is something where it starts getting uncomfortable and when if we want to speak about it we are the one getting hates and no one is actually ready to hear us out exactly absolutely man like in my family too so if i have to go out alone at night my mom would say that it's not because we are orthodox but we are concerned for your safety 
after some point of time you actually cannot argue with that because uh, the society here and the environment in uh, here in india is actually unsafe right so uh, like i don't know how to say this but if i am going out alone at post 10 pm then i have also felt a bit unsafe because so there was this incident where i was walking uh, when i after my dinner i had gone for a walk and a person randomly started following me and uh, so i don't know if i have to mention the word thankfully or not but i saw my aunt nearby and i went and told her that let's go home because someone has been following me for a long time and i even tried to change my way you know go in a different direction and still he kept following me so no one was around and i didn't know what to do so then she stopped me and then she went on to that person and she told that please back off because this is not what you are supposed to do don't you have sisters or mothers of your own at your home and you know so she shouted at him that bad that he left but then i felt that when our parents tell us that you know don't go out so we fight for that but do you think that you are actually that strong enough to go out actually at night i mean this is a bit controversial but i personally do feel unsafe because there have been so many incidents one of my uh, acquaintances was walking and it was just 7 pm and someone grabbed her butt right in the middle of the street and she was numb because she didn't know how to react to that you know like i know a lot of people might be listening to this and will be wondering ki okay this is such a common topic and everyone's talked about feminism everyone's talked about you know rape and sexual assault but the thing is you know every girl when she fights with her parents to go out for a party at night and then she has that huge conversation ki nahi please let me go and whatever and her parents like nahi safety you cannot argue with them because obviously they're thinking about your safety and they're not wrong in that place to say that okay what if something happens to you and you want to go outside and then you're like you know what patriarchy and that is why we have to talk about it till people don't understand that listen we are actually suffering now because we're like parties or whatever but like I remember Desh and I a few months ago when you know we had a college with us coming out and we were one thinking about where we're going to go for college and you know we had we were having this conversations with our parents that they were not letting us go outside the city or go out too far or like the other part of India because they were like safety and we were so mad because okay we are giving up good colleges good uh, places which will get great opportunities because of your safety and that is why we will host n number of podcasts on this and shows and ingrain it into all our movies and fiction novels because people need to understand that so like yeah i really get what you guys are trying to say and i want to just like sort of direct the conversation to another place so since devanandri talked about how we need to start talking about it from school right from our parents and from school as in like you know you teach everything at school so why not teach this and i think uh, this person in the chat box wrote that you know there should be compliance courses on inclusivity and on internet right on how you behave yourself in the cyber world uh what exactly like how much does it help you so last time we didn't do a live but we did a few recorded sessions with a teacher of ours and uh, we were talking about all of these things you know common question with student have like why don't you teach sexual education why don't you like talk about sex ed with both the genders in one place why don't you talk about lgbtqia plus all of that and you know when we were talking about okay you know boys should learn about you know periods and menstruation and uh, they should know what feminism is and all of that uh our teacher was like you know if you put uh, men uh, both boys and girls in the same room and you talk about uh, sex you talk about uh, in general reproductive health and all of that uh, don't you think it would be uncomfortable for boys and girls to learn the same thing so i want to know your thoughts on that and okay if as people let's say if we were to design a course or a workshop which is to be conducted in all the schools of india 
on cyber uh, safety and how boys and girls both should be you know inclusive on online what would you want to talk about and how exactly would you think it should be conducted and do you think would it help people i think to make it inclusive first of all like the thing you talked about uncomfortable situation like if you're in a sex ed class i think the first um, to change that uncomfort because it is something very new and it's been uh, it, it's just been put in put out in front of you and you're feeling uncomfortable so the so that means that okay this is a start so we should start with that uncomfortable situation and make it into a normal situation that is how normalization should happen like inclusion it is so uncomfortable uh, uncomfortable because it was never there before so i think to make a space on the internet at least if not in real life people should understand that okay there are differences respect them and if you are an ally if you are an ally ally to feminism and if you believe in feminism then i feel like you should not take the narrative away from someone who has lived experiences if you do not agree with them tell them respectfully okay i do not agree with you on this this xyz is the reason why i do not agree with you on this and then just leave it do not keep abusing or sending threats or just being nasty if you don't like a content just scroll through it just scroll past it or block that uh, in account but don't go on spewing hate because there is already so much of hate in the world should be a safe space somewhere for us Yeah I think I totally agree with Devanandini on this also I feel that Tanisha it's for according to me it's actually important to have these classes for uh, you know have these classes as co-educational classes because the boys need to hear out the girls stances right and they need to hear out our stories to actually know what are we going through it's extremely important to know the other gender's point of view to actually bring about a change so i think that's my take on that and obviously these classes will help because you know uh, when we are speaking about this on social media it does not ensure that every person is listening to us every person we know because like here also so the people who are interested in this topic would come here and listen to us but what about the others what about the people who are actually throwing hate upon other people on social media so when these classes start at the primary school level and you know this is a compulsion just like the other subjects i think that is how we you know progress as a society to uh, society to create a safer space for all of us so i feel like there should be a course like this is a very important thing it might be sounding like it's not important but there should be a course on how to listen to others and how to empathize not sympathize but empathize put yourself in the other person's shoes and feel how difficult the situation is before doing something so i feel like there should be a course on empathy and learning how to listen and learning how to love there's so much of hate in the world i don't see love anymore and i think people should be taught how to love at this point yeah man definitely i i feel that people definitely need to understand the difference between empathizing and sympathizing also on a completely you know unrelated note and on a lighter note that some people should also take a course on how to shut up right because of the uh, because of the kind of things that they go on to speak on the internet about other people so yeah cool uh, so like similarly just talking about it like even if you do teach people and teach empathy whatever um how you know 
how ex- how much of a difference do you think it's going to make like i do understand that you know it's uh and then we're not seeing any end to it right like even though so we had a workshop in our school i remember on cyber crime and you know it was basically in general that okay you know your fo- photos can get morphed um you can have people dming you and this is you shouldn't be replying to people and all of that whatever but you know in a certain way it does like scare you because if i want to like let's say become an influencer or become a content creator i have to show my face i have to prove myself out there so how to deal with that like you know um how much of a difference do you think it's going to make cuz i don't think that really had a huge difference on me per se or anyone else in general like i still see people doing whatever they want online so how exactly like what do you think will um, be given to children in junior college like 11th and 12th 9th 10th what exactly do you think it's going to work out like i honestly uh, think that workshops and educating this nursing does help because back at my school when this happened i remember a lot of them coming out and speaking about their experiences and once they start so there was this entire group of people who had come back to our school for a three day workshop so all of them were victims of something so when they came up they started talking to us they started educating us about lgbtq committee about cyberbullying and everything so people like me like you said about being an influencer or making your account public after what happened with me i was very scared i was off social media for a year i guess but then after this one particular workshop i remember i created my i activated my account after that so again i think in between all of it someone had created again a fake account of me on my tinder on tinder and bumble so i was here in kolkata and this happened somewhere in delhi so i had good friends so i got to know about it so i was again scared but then attending workshops like this it does you know give me a sense of like yes someone is there who is struggling the same thing if i do not speak up if i don't come up and talk about it and you know bring myself out there so I'm also there. I'm just putting myself back, and I did not want to do it. So for me personally, that workshop did help a lot. So Anisha, I heard what you said, and I would like to say that you know. So when I had posted my reel on Kolkata Girl Up, I remember messaging Tanushree the next day that you know I'm so scared of putting my face out there because there there were people commenting on my looks and stuff and DMing us such. horrible stuff and i told her that i don't i don't know if i'm sure that if i want to put up myself in the reels out there because you know what if someone misuses my picture because we've all heard of cases where people have misused your picture and put it up on platforms that were not meant to be so anisha like you said that it helps you when you know that other people are going through the same thing too but then what next like how do you stop the fear of your pictures going out because like we heard of the silly deals case right where the pictures were picked up from their social media accounts and they were put up on github and you know with the uh, with captions like deal of the day so this is i think we reached the highest level of objectifying women in general by auctioning them online without their consent like uh, firstly no women would uh, give consent to auctioning them because that in itself sounds so absolutely wrong and disgusting but still it went on to happen and then for weeks the website did not respond to the police uh, you know uh, police reports or anything when the police were asking them to give a justification or whatever or to reply back they didn't respond at all and i think i don't know if some action has been taken right now or not but i came across some news two days back about it so you know these things make us feel so unsafe that if we make our account public then what next anyone can get our picture put it up anything uh, put it up anywhere and we wouldn't even come to know of it like 
it could be years when someone tells us that you know i saw your picture on that website and what do you do then like anisha how do you deal with that okay i would just like to say that whenever this happened if you're putting out so there in public there is a fear when i made my instagram account public for like just like that i had this fear in me because the moment i had made it public it was after a week i got to know about this rubbish tinder and bumble accounts i was scared to the core i'm not telling i wasn't but then there was something in me i was ready to face it because whatever had happened with me there were a lot of people who had supported me and i knew it if i'm putting something out there something will happen but to this extent i wasn't ready but somewhere i knew it so you know as a woman there's some instincts there's something that is inbuilt we need to face it no matter what that is i know that is really terrible but i think it happens it does happen you know when i when i have started joining twitter i see a lot of people taking posts on instagram to posting it to twitter anonymously and i think this is my goal such shit does happening i'm referring to as this as shit because this really is we as a women we have been objectified a lot when when i got to know about silly deal i'm not even kidding i had goosebumps all around my body one of my best friend is muslim okay i cannot imagine someone having her picture and then below it it's written put up for sale i mean how how can the world go down to this level there is a line for everything and anything we do there is no end to it at all and about getting scared i understand see it was terrible for me okay i'm not even kidding it was terrible for me and many other people have gone through it when uh, i was there in a boarding school i had many cases such a such this but all have learned like we have to face it there is no other option this will continue to happen as long as there are hackers there are people who have this um you know this right to have an anonymous id they'll do all this but to face it and to have support i think that is all it's needed and to speak up about it because the more we speak up the more we building a army with us so yes that's it tanisha what do you think so like when i heard all of this and you know this can't be the way to go about it that we just accepted that this will continue to happen there has to be some solution to everything i feel so what do you think about this if social media platforms had a proper thorough verification process for every account that is being created right so like now i think on instagram there is this option that if you block someone you have the option of blocking the other account that they may create so i think we are moving along that line and in the near near future if we all continue to speak up the way we are currently i think there might be some change right because i think on hope is what we live right we can't stop hoping we can't stop hustling we can't stop bringing about a change so what do you think about this that if social media platforms had a proper you know intensive verification process for anyone to create an account you know honestly i think that's one thing required of the same time it's also a thing of like data privacy to the amount like i mean okay so um i always believe that you know nothing is free in terms of like the cyber world that even if you're making an account for free on instagram your yours actually selling your data over there no matter whether you like it or not your data is with facebook and instagram or whatever so obviously there's an issue about when you verify your account and like you know you have to given some proof so obviously there's a huge issue of getting your data uh you know misuse as well so that's another debate altogether about data privacy but i do like the point where what instagram is trying to do that you know you will you can automatically block whatever uh 
or any other accounts they further make so again uh, as someone said in the chat box that you know making verification added steps to security is blocking the action not the intent so as i said earlier that you know even if you make a law you actually create something the intent is always going to be there but what i can hope as like now we don't see the end to all of this right um i think at some point of time our ancestors fought for like a right to vote uh so that we would get a right to vote a right to work a right to own property and that's why we today we don't worry about it like we know we can work we know that we can own property even though there are a lot of loopholes with that as well but we get that so i the only thing i can see is that maybe at 20 30 years or 40 50 years even if down the line if the earth is still a planet and you know climate change is not just made us all extinct that maybe we our future generations wouldn't worry about these things because people's mindset would have changed that you now you don't ask okay why don't girls have a right to vote because you know you already have it you don't worry about it so maybe uh looking far into the future that at some point of time there will be something like that that you know we won't worry about these things and i really hope that if we keep on continuing to talk about it like as you said that you guys are doing a great job while talking about it and actually being like nah you know we will not back down if we get backlash we'll actually go and talk about it and tell people that you know what whatever you're doing is wrong i hope that a lot of other creators keep on talking about it and also even men talking about it like i really hate the fact that you know what when it comes to talk about feminism it's always girls talking and never boys like okay if you want feminism to stop it goes both ways the oppressor also has to come and say ki okay you know what whatever we did or whatever previous generations did is wrong because if you're permitting it you're promoting it right i really feel that um, as someone said that why are there no girls why are there only girls on this panel not boys the thing is boys don't want to talk about feminism they don't want to talk about it they just will probably go and leave like i literally had a clubhouse room a few weeks ago where you know me and a few other you know uh, female law students and lawyers we were talking about how you know litigation or the law field in india is you know still male dominated and they're like you know there are no female judges and all of that and that's how so many problems in terms of legal aspects like as devananderi said that you know even rape laws have loopholes the reason why they still have loopholes is because women are not considered into making those laws right and we were talking about it and i remember like slowly like every few seconds all these boys who were on the speaking panel were leaving the room and we actually ended up laughing that you know what we're talking about feminism and it just made them uncomfortable so like yeah another point to get into mind like a lot of people might have felt uncomfortable by this but feminism is not meant to comfort men so yeah that's all i have so to I say i think I mean. people need to understand that feminism is is not against men it is an it is against patriarchy patriarchy is an institution by which we are like consumed with like we are all just consumed with patriarchy so it is not against men but it is against an institution which based on discrimination violence and oppression so of course we would love men i mean if we would have i mean i would love it if there would have been any males you know speaking out with us and but just remember that we are an ally we're trying to take the narrative away we we would love men i mean for every uh, movement to move forward or actually succeed it has to be a community effort everybody has to you know come along and help and men will play a huge part in it because patriarchy runs on men so when men come and help us come and talk with us or at least give us that safe space where we can share our lived experiences it would be a wonderful place completely agree with what they 
Nandini said that you know obviously we should have more men talking about it and it's not like that no men talk about it obviously there are men talking about it but like Tanisha mentioned that most of them uh, feel uncomfortable or feel that it's not that important because I feel they are not going through the same things as we are they are not facing uh, patriarchy so they probably don't understand how important it is to us that as a society we're invalidating women because of absolute nonsense so you know they don't get that feeling so probably that's why they feel uncomfortable and they feel that it's not necessary to speak up, speak up about such things i really get it like even looking at the chat box right now like a lot of boys are saying that we're stereotyping there i'm so sorry i didn't mean to do that but the thing is the number of boys who i know who actually personally advocate for feminism like i have actually had boys who are like one they just don't like it because they're like you know it's like you're saying that oh we women were oppressed for so long and now you will oppress others which is not what feminism is about Second thing, another boys, boys category of boys who I've seen are like, oh, we believe in gender equality, but we won't call ourselves feminists because we don't like the word, which is just like, it's dumb. Like, okay, if I don't like your name, we'll, I will still call you by that, right? It's still like your name. It's something which is there. So even if you don't like the word feminist, it is what we're calling it. If you talk about gender equality, it's feminism, right? So, I mean, it's also that. And third, are the very few boys who actually say, okay, I'm a feminist and actually believe in whatever these people are talking about. So there are very few boys who are actually publicly ready to talk about it. And like, I mean, how many male celebrities can you actually name who go on advocating for feminism and talk about women empowerment because I mean you need them to talk about it instead of like talking about feminism they will come with oh you know what they started hashtag me too movement we will start hashtag men too and I don't know when since you know me became a gender specific pronoun but like yeah that's what I wanted to say and I mean if you guys have anything to like sum up so because I mean it was great having you guys here I think we talked about a lot of stuff and I really hope that people will listen to this and go back and sort of deflect other actions and be careful online so yeah anything you guys want to tell us and i want to thank you for having us all over here and you know especially anisha and all you shared your experiences which i had never thought that you know you've experienced before so i think it was a great platform for all of us and it's such a great thing that y'all are doing i love your podcast and i feel that you know i hope all of the listeners take back something to ponder upon and something to think about from today's session so yeah, that's all. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. I mean, I was so nervous about this, but this turned out to be a great session and a lot of things came up. So yeah, thank you for giving us the platform. I felt great being here today. I mean, whatever I shared about my experience, I feel so good about it. So thanks to this podcast today. Loved it. Thank you so much, guys. And I know I was the only one talking today, but this is like a two-person podcast. Uh, Deshna is also here as a host but her mic isn't working and that's because our podcast is infamous for no like for having technical glitches every single time we either forget to record or there's some issue with the recording or someone cannot speak so yeah that's one thing about you can check us out on Spotify Google podcast Apple podcast as well as Instagram and please go on Instagram and search Kolkata Girl Up I'll put their Instagram page link here as well and check them out they really give a lot of informative stuff so even if you're like new to the idea of feminism or you don't really know the crux of it the jinx of it and you want to learn something they're the best people to learn from so yeah thank you so much for coming today and thanks to everyone who's ranting in the chat box because it really feels that okay there are people listening to us and to all the people who stuck till the end i love you guys thank you so much and deshna i hope you get your mic fixed like i'm tired right now but yeah thank you so much girls